Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch Hashem. We're uh, beginning Tehilchotzitzis. I want to begin by speaking a little bit about the history of Tzitzis. If you were to imagine in your mind for a moment, when do you think the mitzvah of Tzitzis began? Like, when was the first time Jews wore Tzitzis? We know Avram Avinu was Mekayim Kalat Tarakul before it was given, so did Avram Avinu have a Tzitzis? Did he have Tzitzis? Who were the first Jews to, to put on Tzitzis? When was it Nitztaveh? So in next week's parasha... And the same thing about tefillin. Tefillin, were they commanded in this week's parasha tefillin? This week we have two parashiyas of the tefillin. But how do you say they wore tefillin? I mean, tefillin has four parashiyas. Shema is in Vazchanan, in Mishnah Torah. It seemingly wasn't given yet. Vahayam Shamaya is in Parshas Ekev. It's also in Devarim. It wasn't given yet. So to say that they started to wear tzitzis and tefillin already, what, in Mitzrayim they wore tzitzis? Did they have tefillin in Mitzrayim? How could they have tefillin in Mitzrayim if they didn't have yet the parsha of Shema and V'hayim Shamaya? So just uh, by way of introduction, the Klichemda and Dvarim says that you can't say they started performing mitzvahs before. For example, he says the mitzvah of tefillin. The mitzvah of tefillin, they wore tefillin right away after this week when Hashem gave them Kadesh Li Kobachar and uh, the parsha of V'hayim Kiviyacha. They don't have yet the parsha of Shema and the parsha of V'hayam Shamaya. Next week, we say, V'hamayim lohem chaymaham iminam umismailam. The waters was a wall to them from their right side and from their left side. So what exactly does that mean? The waters was a wall to them from the right and the left. So the Dasakenim Mibali Atosis quotes a medrash. Now when Kaisel were passing through the Yam, Gabriel came and he stirred up a certain Midas Hadin on Klal Yisrael and the water said, um, after Klal Yisrael incited a Chema, right? It says, V'hamayim lahem Chema, Atikri Chema el Chema. Gabriel came and he said, he called out, he said on, to the waters on the right side, be careful with the Jewish people. They're destined to accept the Torah that's given. Yeah? And then he goes to the waters on the left side. And he says, watch out for Klal Yisrael. They're destined to put on tefillin on their left side. Now, wait a second. That clearly indicates that they did not yet start wearing tefillin in Mitzrayim. Because if they were wearing tefillin in Mitzrayim, what's Gabriel saying? They're destined to wear tefillin. Then he says to the water behind them, be careful in Klal Yisrael. They're destined to be mesatif betzitzis me'achirehem. I mean destined. They didn't wear tzitzis when they left Mitzrayim. I mean they had a shtraimo when they left Mitzrayim, so of course they wore tzitzis. No, they had a shtraimo, but they didn't yet have tzitzis, the Dasakanim says. And then the, the Dasakanim brings down that the water listened and they stood like a choyma. By the way, he says from this medrash we see that what does it mean, Klai so is destined to Mesatif Betzitzis Me'achirehem? That's referring to the time of the Atifa, that at that moment, all four Tzitzis are behind them. We always like to say, um, I never like to lose the uh, opportunity just to point out, most people have no idea how to put on talis. They do a token gesture to the ancient Hebrews that wore a talisim, but to actually put it on correctly, 
This is for Ashkenaz now. Excuse my back. But, okay, if you're supposed to put it in the front, ad piv. Okay? Some, I go like this, just to make sure it's ad piv. That's, it's supposed to cover your eyes until your mouth. Then, when you wrap in the back, excuse my back, when you go like, uh, when, you, when you put it over your back, your shoulders and part of your back has to be covered. Otherwise, you're not fulfilling atifa, because the ikar atifa is atifas haguf, not atifas harosh. Um, if you look around, this is what m- many people do. They, they cover. And they make like a scarf, yeah? No, 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 it can't go up to your neck. You have to have your shoulders and part of your back covered. Okay, that's, you know, just in case you forgot from, from last time. So this tesis implies that when the Jewish people came out of Mitzrayim, they did not wear a tzitzis and they n- did not wear a talus. Now, legabe tzitzis, it seems pretty clear, they weren't even commanded on tzitzis yet. Anybody remember when we call you so commanded on the midst of tzitzis? Where do we have the midst of tzitzis? In Parshas? Shlach. In the aftermath of the Mekoshesh. You have a guy, he's collecting wood on Shabbos, he's violating uh, bundling or gathering, and the, uh, the Medr says, Lama nismacha Parshas Mekoshesh leparshas tzitzis. Because when the Mekoshesh was Mechalo Shabbos, Sa'akadosh so Moshe Rabbeinu says, Ta'ashem, Ribonishon, it says in the Tefillin, Laman tia tarsashem b'ficha, but the problem is, you're not allowed to carry tefillin on Shabbos. If they would have had a mitzvah to remind them, they wouldn't have been mechal Shabbos. Oh, so Hashem says, okay, give them the mitzvah of tzitzis. So that, that indicates that the mitzvah of tzitzis was commanded in the midbar, in, the, in response to the chedah of the Mekoshesh. What about the mitzvah of tefillin? Because we just brought from the Das the Kenan Baliatosis that seemingly they did not have tefillin yet when they left Mitzrayim. And one strong indication would seem to be the fact that how could they have a tefillin? We have the two parashiyos of Kadesh and Vahoyah Kaviachar commanded in this week's parsha, but Shema and Vahoyah Shamaya are not commanded until parshas Vahashchanan. There's a very interesting Rashba in Menachos. The Gemara Menachos makes a, a limud from the parsha of Shema to the parsha of so the Rashba asks, what do you mean? How could that limud have... We basically, the, the Gemara says, we learn out Pesach Mitzrayim from a Pesach in Shema. So the Rashba asks, what do you mean we learn out Pesach Mitzrayim from a Pesach in Shema? Shema wasn't given yet. Pesach Mitzrayim was in, in, uh, in Egypt. Parsha of Shema wasn't given until Mishnah Torah. So the Rajah says, Ein And even though it wasn't written yet, it was given to Kali So according to that, it could be, they did wear tefillin, even in Mitzrayim. I Shema wasn't given till later? Who told you that? Oh, because Shema wasn't written till later? So, So even though it wasn't said, it was Nitna. Or the Rajah says, Shema v'hoyim shamaya were said at the time of Pesach Mitzrayim. They just weren't written down yet. So, according to that, it could be that they had all four parshas. In fact, it was just the yard center of Rabbi Shuleib Diskin. Rabbi Shuleib Diskin has a, a famous drush on the Hoshanos, where we say, listen carefully, 
Kehoishata, like you saved, Tevuim, those who drowned, or Betzul Gezarim, in the swamp of reeds, Yekarcha Imam Ma'avirim. Yekarcha, what's Yekar? Laihudim Hoysa Oira, Oira is? Taira. Oira. The Simcha is what? Yamtif. The Sasain is Mila. Vikar is Tfilin. So when it says, Kehoshata Tevuim, the Tzol Gazar Hashem, when you save those who are going to drown in the Yamsuf, Yekarcha Ima Ma'avirim. They brought with them their Yekar, their Tfilin. Says Rabbi Sholeb Diskin, Uma Sai Hischila Mitzvah Tfilin. Amar Hagan Rabbi Sholeb Diskin, Shetekaf. Acher shegamru lechal es pischeim in this week's parsha. V'nishal lehem zman rav at shas yitziasan. There was a lot of time between the hakrav dekarm pesach and the leaving of Mitzrayim. So Moshe Rabbeinu said to them the parsha of Kadeshli and v'hayekviyacha. He told them about the mitzvah of tefillin. V'hayul oisal yadcha. They went. They made tefillin from the hides of the carbon pesach and the gidim, and from then on, Al Yisrael wore tefillin. Again, you'll have to come on to the Rashba that even though Shema and Bahayim Shema were not written until later, it was given already in Mitzrayim. Okay, that's just by way of introduction. We're about to start Hilchos Tzitzis in the Shaina Halachas. Simen Ches, Hilchos Tzitzis Ba'atifasai. Miyad Achar Nitzchel Sidaim, Yisatif Betzitzis, Kedosh Shalai Yelech Dad Amos Bloy Tzitzis. Right after you wash Nagel Vasser, you should put on Tzitzis. Best to avoid walking four amos without tzitzis. Which means, let's say, you know, let's say you wash negavasa right away, or if you don't have it by the bed, you go to the bathroom, you wash negavasa, you should try to put on tzitzis right away. Don't be like walking around in your, um, in your team's t-shirt. You know, just because it's, uh, they're in the playoffs, you should still cover your pajamas with your tzitzis as soon as possible. Is there an Indian to sleep with it? Is there an Indian to sleep with it? So, Alpida Arizal, there's an Indian to sleep in the tzitzis. According to baseline halacha, no, because then you can't make a bracha in the morning. So you know, you the, make a bracha on the towers, and then that, I mean, you have in mind the tzitzis. Right, right. But, um, in general, api halacha nat. Api halacha nat. We're going to see. When are you chayv in tzitzis? Are you only chayv in the day? Or are you only chayv in a day garment? But to sleep in it, it's not the day, it's the night, and then you're gonna sleep in it. It's not a, it's it's a day gar, it's um, it becomes a night garment, and it's not even chayiv in tzitzis. Okay, base. Hoatifa v'habracha shteim yu ba'amida. Wrapping yourself, making a bracha on the tzitzis should both be standing. V'diyavad yatsu b'shem afilu yamad. V'diyavad you say both if you were sitting. In other words, v'diyavad. Let's say you have a hospital. Uh, someone's chasusham is uh, bedridden. They can't stand up. They still put on the tzitzis and they still do an atifa b'diyavet sitting. V'chein kol berchas hamitzvos tzarich liyos ba'amidah chachila chachila. All berchas hamitzvos are supposed to be standing. So you'll say sfardim sit when they put on tefillin. Asher yotzer, you should stand. Asher yotzer is not a berchas hamitzvah. I'm saying, but I heard you're supposed to stand. That's a different reason. That that might be a berchas hashavach. Now we're learning berchas hamitzvah. You should sit, stand. You should say standing. Okay. Now, when exactly should you make the bracha on the talis? 
Yevarech lechatchila b'sha shu oiches hatalis biyadai. Lechatchila you should make a bracha when you're holding the talis. V'roitzel asatifai and you're about to wrap yourself in it. V'loi b'sha shadayim akupalis not while it's still folded. So you don't you don't make the bracha while it's still in the bag. The best is call mitzvahs mavrachan alav oivalasiyasan. Yeah. So as you're about to do the asif when you're holding it, you make the bracha and then you wrap. Okay. Sif katan hey. Oh no, sif katan dalad. This is very important. What's the halacha if a person puts on tzitzis and they don't think I'm having kavana to mekayim the mitzvah of tzitzis? What happens is, hopefully, there'll be mekayim other a different mitzvah that day, like tefillin. But tzitzis will not be a mitzvah that they're mekayim that day. We paskin mitzvahs tzrichos kavana. That means you need to have a formal, actualized thought. I have kavana to mekayim the mitzvah of tzitzis. Some people say l'shem yichud. That's not required. According to some, it's not allowed. But what is required is that you have to formally think your mechavin to mekayim the mitzvah of tzitzis. V'chavin b'hisatvay shetzivanu hakadosh baruch hu l'hisatvay. Now, there's a bach. The bach says one should also think when he puts on tefillin on tzitzis, that they're putting on tzitzis in order to remember all the mitzvahs. So you say, why do I have to think the reason for the mitzvah? The reason is, says the Bach, there are three mitzvahs in the Torah, where the Torah says the following word, Lema'an, you're doing the mitzvah because. So the Torah is saying, you're doing this mitzvah because. What are the three mitzvahs? Tzitzis, tefillin, sukkah. So by tzitzis, the Bach says, you need to think, I'm putting on tzitzis, Remember the 613 mitzvahs. When you put on tefillin, you should think, I'm putting on tefillin so that the Torah of Hashem should be in my, in my mouth that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. And when you sit in the sukkah, you should think, I'm sitting in the sukkah in order that Laman Yedu Whenever the Torah says Laman and the Torah is giving an explicit reason for the mitzvah, you, you should have that in mind. So really, one thought is Ma'akev. If you don't think it, you're not Yoytzeh. And one thought is l'chatchila. What is ma'akev? That you're, you're being mechavein to mechavein the mitzvah of tzitzis. And l'chatchila, you should think you're doing it kedei shenizgar kol mitzvah In order to remember all the mitzvahs, l'asoysam. V'gam yechavein l'chavein mitzvah tzitzis. V'v'diyeved, imloi kiven rak l'chayim ha-mitzvah, yatsa v'diyeved. If all you thought was that you want to be mechavein the mitzvah of tzitzis, you're yoytzeh. So, the most important kavana is, I have kavana to mekayim the mitzvah of tzitzis. Added to that, I'm doing it to remember all 613 mitzvahs. Now, question. How does tzitzis remind us of all 613 mitzvahs? Tzitzis is gematria 600. Six, tzitzis is gematria 600. Sadi, yud, sadi, taf, taf. 590 is gematria 600. And then you have the eight strings, and you have the five knots. So tzitzis is gematria 590, <coughs> but what we'll say it's 600. And eight strings is eight, because the gematria of eight is eight. And the five knots, five is gematria five. That's 613. But the big question Tysus asks is, the word tzitzis is spelled sadi yud sadi taf. So how's a gematria 600? So 
So Toysu says it's written Tzadi Yud Tzadi Taf, it's pronounced Tzadi Yud Tzadi Yud Taf. What's the difference between whether there's a Yud or not? There's a difference. Okay, this is a very important halacha. There's something called a Chirik Malay. You know what a Chirik Malay is? Okay. Um, what are they learning now in. No. What's the Masechta after Gitin? Kedushin. Right? If you pronounce the word Kedushin, you're pronouncing it incorrectly. The word is Kedushin. Ian. Why? Why do I say that? Because there's a Yud. Right? Kuf, Dalid, Vav, Shin, Yud, final none. If you can't say Kedushin, eh, eh, it's not a Shva. It's not an eh sound. It's an E sound. Why? Because there's a Yud. For example, what do you say to God at the end of Shemun Asri when you bow? No, what do you say? What word? Maidim. Maidim, right? No, no, you can't say Maidim. 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 What's the difference? There's no difference. Just one is correct and one is incorrect. Let's say, you know, let's say you go into your house and you put in the wrong code. What's the difference between the wrong code and the right code? The difference is one is correct and one is not correct. One gets you into the house, one doesn't get into the house. So let's say you have a mitzvah, Shemana Esrei. You want to know, did I do the mitzvah? Yes, if you said the words, you did the mitzvah. If you say Moidim, you didn't say the word. If you say Moidim, you did say the word. And don't say who's Makbid on there. Ramosha was Makbid Gomor to say Moidim. There's a difference between a Chirik Malay. Now, this makes a big nafkamina by the word Sitsis. If, you see, it's written Tzitzis. But according to Toysvis, it's a Kri Ksiv. It's written Tzitzis, but it's pronounced Tzitzis. But we don't, we don't go like that, Toysvis. Toysvis gives another answer. Toysvis says four times it says Tzitzis. One of the times it says V'hayolachem Litzitzis. The Lamed is dispersed among all the Tzitzis, so it gets ten. Ten. Lamed is thirty. So it's a, excuse me, it says Tzitzis three times. So that, that 30 is divided by the three tzitzis, and each one gets 10. That's how tzitzis is gematria 600. Okay, but that's important to know about chirik male. What are some examples of that? The whole siddur is an example of that. Vilal malshi, you'll hear everyone say vilal malshi nim, yeah? There's no such word. It's vilal malshi nim. Why? There's a yud there. What are you going to do? You, yeah, but nobody says that. I can't help you that nobody pronounces the Yud. The Yud would like you to recognize him. I mean, it's insulting. Imagine like there are people in the shul and you shake everyone's hand except for one guy because you don't see them. He's not going to feel very good if you completely ignore him. Also the Yud. The Yud does, doesn't have a question. Yeah, you say Ki. Why? Because there's a yud after the chirik, nobody says kit. So you don't, have, you're not prejudiced against that yud. Ashira Lashem, What's the next word? Ki. No. Why you should say kit? Because you say kedushin or v'lamashit. The answer is you're being biased. You're randomly prejudiced against certain yuds. You just have to be aware that all yuds are created equal. All yuds deserve equality and fair treatment. Okay. So. Here, here's an example. Maidim anachnulach. 
Velamalshinim, Vesachazena, Inenu, Vesuchal, Lutsioin, Beracha, Miam. And there are many other. Here's another. Shema Kailenu, Hashem Alekinu, Chus Rachim Alenu, Vekabel, Berachamim. First of all, it's not, there's no word Berachamim. It's a Melra. Berachamim. Berachamim. Okay? So that's a Chirik Mali. Anyway, what does it have to do? It's the word, it's Tzitzis. Tzitzis. The Hayalachem, let's Tzitzis. Let's see. Tzitzis. Okay? So what's the difference? One is you're saying Kriya Shema. And one is you're saying a token gesture to the ancient practice of the Hebrews who would say Kriyashma. It's Tzitzis, not Tzitzis. Tzitzis. Okay. Weiter. Now, Tzorach Lahafid Chutei Hatz. Now, I'm, when we're learning it in the, in the Shaina Halachas, I should be makhbit to say it. Okay, fine. Okay. Tzorach Lahafid Chutei Hatzitzis. See, there he puts two Chiraks there. But that's not how it is in Sefer Tagra. You have to, now, before you, when you take out your talus in the morning, you need to separate the strings of the tzitzis. Shaloyim suvachim, so they're not entangled. Echa bechaveroi. The kasav harizal, tzitzis, rashi tevois, tzadik, yafrid, tzitziyosav, tamid. A tzadik separates his tzitzis always. The word tzitzis is, in other words, you don't want to have the tzitzis intertangled and tzimished and farmished and all other things, you know that denote, you want them to be distinctive. Okay. And that's what a tzaddik, now by the way, that's not the only thing a tzaddik does. The tzaddik is uh, not a good guy, and he's always separating his tzitzis, that doesn't make him a tzaddik. It means, you know, among other things. Now, what if you're coming late to shul? And by untangling your tzitzis, you're going to be even later. If you're delayed coming to Shabbat, and you're going to miss Minyan, you don't have to untangle your tzitzis. Now, by the way, what does it mean to miss Minyan? Very simple. The definition of davening with a Minyan is starting Shemana Esrei with the Tzibor. It has nothing to do with being in the building that a Minyan is davening at. The definition of davening with a Minyan is starting with the Tzibor, Shemana Esrei. If, by separating your tzitzis, you're going to not be able to start Shvanesu with a Tzibor, you don't have to do it. V'tzarachiyan, it's not clear. You definitely have to separate them. Ki efsher deyos, it is possible that according to some opinions, you should not uh, make a bracha on them while they're still entangled. Look in the Bir HaLacha, and like Reb Chaim sometimes does, he quotes the Chazoynish, the Chazoynish Kasav, She'ein Ma'akev. Chazonish says, tangled tzitzis are namakev yachal varech. You can make a brach on them, eno ela noi ha tzitzis. It's only beautiful for the tzitzis to be untangled, but it's not ma'akev. However, the bir alacha does have a daya that tangled tzitzis is an issue. You should l'chachila try to untangle them, but if you're running late to minyan, you don't have to. Siv katan zayin. Koidem she yevarech ya'ayin mechutei ha tzitzis imem k'sherim. Before you make a bracha, you want to glance at the strings to make sure they're kosher. Now, Bididi have a more than once. You also want to check the hole. You want to check the hole where the tzitzis come out of. Both of okay. Why is that? Very simply, especially the talis katan, but even talis gadol. A 
few things. So you want to check the strings that they're not torn. You want to make sure the hole is not frayed. Because sometimes, because of the pressure of the tzitzis, the hole opens up a little bit, tears slightly. So you say, big deal if it tears slightly. Big deal is, if it tears slightly, now the loop is going to be too close to the edge of the baguette, and the tzitzis could be puzzle. So basically, each morning, you want to glance at the holes. You glance at the strings, and you glance at the holes to make sure... Now, our tzitzis usually have a... The hole is reinforced with stitching. But even so, it's happened to me more than once, not in my taos gado, but in my taos kata, that, you know, it's, uh, the hole is a little frayed, and, uh, they could, they could be possible. So you want to take a look at it before you make a bracha. Okay? Vigam, um, Vigam, you want to check the hole, shaloi heisham nifsek, that it should not be slit. What about on Shabbos? Should you check it on Shabbos? Nothing you could do about it on Shabbos. But you should check it on Shabbos. Especially if you're going to be walking in them afterwards outside. Because if your senses are puzzle, then it's carrying. Even if you're only going to a Carmelist, where carrying is Midrabana, you should still check that. Best practices, check your talus. Friday, when you put it away, this way, if there are any issues, you could actually fix it. Better to do that than to have to rely on checking it on Shabbos. The thing is, that doesn't really work if you have a separate uh, Taz for Shabbos. Now, what if you're like a Rav Scheinberg? You, raise your hand if you wear a hundred pairs of tzitzis. Now's the time to come out of the closet, you know? It's okay. Nobody knows. I won't uh, post it. But let's say you wear more than one garment of uh, tzitzis. How many brachas do you make? Actually, uh, I'm going to... Um, you know, they have this game. My, my son is involved in this game. It's called... I'm going to make my friend a, a, a good commercial. Holy Doubles. Holy Doubles is basically a card game for kids of matching gedolim. You know, when I was a kid, what did we match? I don't, I don't know. You know, who are, the, who are the characters on the match? I don't remember. You know, different Farshidina, you know, individuals. But nowadays, Akshar Dara, they have card games where they match Gedoylem. Yeah? So now they're making, so my son was like a graphic designer of the second Holy Doubles 2. Now they're making a game called Guess Who with Gedoylem. You know, does your Gadol have a, a white beard, a black beard? Anyway, one of the pictures is Rav Scheinberg lighting the menorah, wearing, you know, Mamish a hundred garments. You know, you see a small man, he's, he's, he's frail, you know, mm-hmm. but with the, he has a hundred garments and he's lighting the menorah. It's like, oh, you're Anyway, so how many brachas do you make? So, you gotta check all of them. Oh boy. Okay? You wanna look at the strings, but you don't have to check the holes. Why? But to check the holes, checking the holes, you only have to check one of them. So it's very interesting, by the way, because why are you checking them? Are you checking them because if they're puzzle, you're wearing a baguette of Dalit Kanfais without tzitzis? Or are you checking them for the bracha? That if they're puzzle, you're making a bracha levatala. So it seems like, legabi, the strings, you're checking them, maybe they're puzzle. And then you're going to be wearing a baguette of Dalat Kamfos without 
without uh, tzitzis. So, that, so for that, for the strings, you got to check all the begadim. But legabe the whole, the whole is only so that it's not a brach levatala. Because for brach levatala, we have a higher standard. But if anyway you're wearing a hundred garments, you don't really have to worry about a brach levatala. You know, one of them is going to be good. Okay, let's do one more. You should check them every day in the morning. When you put it on. Let's say you took off your talisman all day. They used to wear the talisman the whole day. And you got distracted. Even though it needs a bracha, you don't have to check again. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm doing two more because I want to do um, the halacha about talisman. Do you need to do you, do you need to check your talisman? Married men do not make a bracha on a talisman. Yeah, correct. You know about that. If when you when you tied the knot, when you said to your wife, "Hare it relieved you of a major responsibility. Did you know this? No. Yeah. Yeah. Now, even though you have many responsibilities now, now you can't leave your socks. Just throw them on the floor somewhere. She's not going to be happy. When you let's say when you brush your teeth, you need to tie, you have to tighten the the cap. You can't leave a toothpaste untightened. But the good news is that you save yourself a good few seconds every day. You don't make a brach on a taz gadol. It's good to know. What do you do? When you put on your taz gadol, you have in mind to exempt the taz gadol. So now the question is, do I have to check a taz gadol? I'm not making a bracha on it. If the reason I'm checking a talis is to ensure the bracha is a good bracha, mm-hmm. well, I'm not making a bracha on a taz gadol. So look at this. The tzach, okay. Im badakat, now, if I check my talus now when I put it away, I don't have to check it in the morning. It's staying in the bag. Nobody's fooling around with my talus while I'm gone. Talus katan, im ein mevarich alav, I'm sorry, sifkan yir alav, im badakatas, it says, well, may alav, if you check your talus and you take it off, v'yinicha bikis and you put it in the bag, insach lachsav levadkai machar kishay satif, you don't have to check it in the morning. Sifkatan yir alav. A talus Unless for Shabbos, so it's, you check it Matzah Shabbos, so it's good for the Mishnah. Oh yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, you're right. Good point. In other words, Asi's pointing out, if you have your Shabbos talus and you check it Matzah Shabbos when you put it in the bag, you won't have, that's a good Eitzah. You don't have to check it when you put it on on Shabbos. But one last halacha, talus katan, im ein mevarich alav, if you don't make a bracha, efshur de ein sarch livdaik, rakachutin. Because the strings are to make sure it's not a beggar of dalet kanfois, Without tzitzis. The only reason you check the hole is to make sure it's not a brachal of atala. But there's no issue of brachal of atala on Taos Katan, because you're not making a brachal of Taos Katan. But it's not common to be puzzled by the Nekev. My experience is that if you wear your tzitzis out, it puts a lot of pressure on the hole. So that, then you might want to check it. If it's, if it's not out, then, then, I don't think the chashash is the same level that um, it might tear over there. Okay, so the bottom line is that the chiv of checking a talis katan is primarily on the string and not the hole. Talis gadol, you should check the string and the hole. It is correct occasionally to look on the talis katan even on the uh, holes. Especially someone who sleeps in it. Now one thing I will point out is Let's say, remember when you were three years old and they gave you a talis katan in yeshiva? You should not still be wearing that talis katan. You need to wear a talis katan that fits you. Many people, 
they open up their shirt and you see the towel's cut and goes up to here. <laughs> Seriously, not a joke. They, they couldn't find the towel's cut so the, and there's a choo-choo train on it with like, you know, you need to have a towel's cut that actually fits you. Okay? Um, now, the B'dievet shear is something that a nine-year-old could cover the, the majority of the goof of a nine-year-old. It should be at least 18 inches. Yeah? Have a good day, everyone. No, no, no.